Welcome to Les Talk with professional lesbian Charlotte Ashlyn. Join us to talk all things lesbian and queer women related. All the good stuff, basically. <laughs> Hello to the girls, the gays and the days. Welcome back to Les Talk podcast. Hey, honeys. How are we all doing? Um, obviously, we're still in lockdown. Congratulations. Everyone have a round of applause for us. Ashlyn, I'd rather not. Yay, lockdown! Um, no, I'm actually very upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually my birthday next Thursday. So, yeah, so Thursday, it will be my birthday. The 28th. The 28th of Jan. So, if you're on Instagram or on Twitter or any social media platform and think, oh, it's Charlotte's birthday, should I send her a message? Please do. Um, what I she really, really means by that is if you want to ask for her address and send her <laughs> gifts, that would be what do. she wants. <laughs> Please do. Um, no, but I'll be turning 24 and I don't know... I'm not sure how I feel about turning 24. And this is no dig on anyone that's 24, you're 24. Yeah. Um, or 24 older. Um, I just feel, for me, I shouldn't be 24. You should just be forever 23. No, I think 21. Or even Why? younger, like 19. I don't think you were happy when you were 19 or 21. No, I wasn't actually. I was mentally depressed. So. Mentally. <laughs> not physically depressed. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I turned 24 on Thursday and I feel really strange about it. Like, I know obviously we're getting older, but I've had a year, we've all had a year in lockdown. Like, we're all in the same position, but we've had a year in lockdown and I can't think what I've done much being 23. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think- 22, we went so-and-so places, we did so-and-so. 23 what did I do? I think it is very sad. Like, obviously we know everyone in yeah. the world is going through this, but... If you were like in your forties or your fifties, you know, you've not lived most of your life, you know, but you're not at that age where you're like exploring and adventuring probably. But for everyone in their teens and their twenties, like you're missing chunks of your your life experience. And it's really it's like this is the time where we should be going out um and exploring the world. Like I thought my mid like early twenties would be where I travel like to all the countries that I'd want to go. Um, and I just start doing things that I wanted to do because I think this is the age that I always kind of knew that I'd come to terms with who I am and it's like I'd love to go to all the different gay scenes but we can't do that Um, and a lot of these gay scenes are shutting down because of the virus Mm. and it's just like when the world gets back to normal if that ever happens what's going to be there so it's really really upsetting really that I've lost a whole year and everyone's in the same position. So I know it's not just me, but talking out loud, it's really sad that we're losing years of our life because our government, UK government, are absolute pricks. I wish we lived in New Zealand. Yeah. What a boss ass bitch that president is. I fucking love her. You should run for president. I should, shouldn't (laughs) I? (laughs) Um, But yeah, so apart from that, turning 24, what else has gone on? Well, we're going to be together nearly six years soon. Six years. Six damn years. Six fucking years. It kind of makes me, it gives me the shivers and I don't know if that's in a good or bad way. Yeah. It's like overwhelming. Like I know we talk about like how we met and like how that actually is, but to actually say I have been with this individual for six years, like all of my like adult life, young adult life, basically I've been with you. Um, hopefully all of my like adult life six, too six years is such a long time and yeah. obviously I, c- I remember like us being together the yeah. last six years but to piece together 
a length of time that's six years it's just insane how we've spent all that together it's something that we want to talk about in today's episode because i think i think there's not enough for me let's just talk about me (laughs) i don't think there's enough representation around queer women relationships i think there's all these stigmas like oh my god lesbians are gonna u-haul and if that like you know like those short quick lesbian relationships Mm -hmm. which do exist and if you're in one of those perfect i love that for you but then there's also that opposite of people like us like a a close friends of ours have been together longer than us i think they're nearly seven years yeah um so there are queer women relationships that have met in their teens and are still together now and i don't think there's enough representation of that i know couples that have got married from being long term like think of rosie and rose they've they've got married they're having kids like we need to see more of that representation. So I think something that me and Ashton really wanted to talk about in this episode is kind of reflecting on our six years mm-hmm. as well as looking how you can be in a six-year relationship too. <laughs> I don't know. Just looking at that positive kind of Well, yeah, like how, how to maintain something for that yeah. long because it's not all been like sunshine and roses the whole time. No, it's been fucking horrible. There's been times that I like, you know, I've been like, fuck this bitch jokes. How dare um, you? Joke it. <laughs> but yeah, because we want to be like realistic about it as well. Like being together six years hasn't been easy. No. But we want to talk as well about how to maintain that Yes. Shit. So, Ashlyn. Let's talk about long-term relationships. That was so sexy. Thank you. Oh, it's all of it. Ooh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously, six years is coming up and... Did you ever think we'd gonna make it to the six year mark? Like, be well, honest. Like, did yeah, you ever think? Honestly, yeah, because oh, okay. since like the start, I know you didn't, not that you didn't think that we would last or it would go anywhere, but I don't <laughs> think that you really th- thought that was possible for you. Yeah. Outside of being me, I just think. All right, that's a bit cool. Up. Call me out, bitch. No, but it's true, though. <laughs> yeah, um, it's true. But I did, like, I from the start envisioned like this being forever. Um, I don't know if that's sad or cute. It can be both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I did. I've I've always kind of wanted this to be like more than six years, if I'm honest, like forever. But I take it you don't think that. I don't think it's that I never saw us together for this long. I just thought, think, I thought I wasn't like worthy of the love. And I think that's a lot of like queer people go through this. Um, obviously for me, I battled with internalized homophobia. And so I just couldn't accept that I was okay with this love like this queer kind of love lesbian love <laughs> lesbian love was for me and I think in the last three years I've really accepted that and I really flourished in terms of like loving myself um but I'm still doing it to date like I'm still learning kind of I'm starting from scratch I guess I think in the last three years I'm starting from scratch in terms of looking at our relationship learning how like I can be a better girlfriend better mom shit girlfriend (laughs) shit mom I'm a shit girlfriend and shit mom but I'm just trying to relearn a lot of things and I think it gives you kudos kind of like sticking with me (laughs) for like six years for me to kind of understand this and I think a lot of people think that when you're in a relationship it's going to be easy sailing but I think in terms of for me because of what I've gone through in terms of my sexuality I think it can be that bit more difficult for queer people to go through love um in terms of my my point of view on it is because I didn't 
accept the love until you weren't ready to embrace it yeah i wasn't embracing the fact that i'm a lesbian it's jokes because here i am preaching it (laughs) preaching professional lesbianism um but it's one of those things and i think for uh, like lgbtq plus people i think it's really hard for us sometimes to embrace love um because of how society has taught us to feel about queer kind of yeah I mean, it's not something that I can relate to personally, but I take your word for it. Right. I've seen. The thing is, I'm trying to like make sense of it, and I think that's something I do quite a lot on this podcast. I try to make sense of what I've gone through, and that's at the moment they're the best words that I can rationalize what I felt. Yeah, Um, I think sometimes when we're talking about different topics, I can see you like the wheels turning in your head as you're speaking about it, and you probably are like realizing as you're talking about it. Oh my god, am I Einstein? It's one of those things I, I haven't talked about my feelings or emotions or how I felt about things until I started this podcast because it why would I talk about it otherwise? It's like um it's kind of like a verbal diary, I think. For it us. is definitely, it definitely is. And it's great that people can relate to this and kind of I don't know, go through that process of learning to love yourself because I think we we don't get it enough. And something that I wanted to bring, I know it's your episode, but I'm just so professional, I can't help myself. Jeez. Um, I was looking through my phone and I was just finding old pictures of us and it made me laugh. And I really wanted to like kind of think back to us being 18 again. So like us going out for the first time together, you know, like being just random. Being so really crazy. baby gays. Yeah, being really baby gays. But also like go back to that mentality. Like what would you wish you could have told yourself in that moment? Oh God. Um, I was I was quite content if I'm honest. Oh, for fuck's sake. You, <laughs> as 24, you would not tell your 18 year old self anything. Okay. Um, I would say... Because I think we worried about the long distance. I would, and I worried how it was going to work. Although yeah. I wanted to be together forever, I was a bit worried about how things would end up. Um, but I think I would say, you know, when something's meant to be, it will all work out in the end. Yeah, because it did. Like there was things that we accomplished. I'm thinking more mentality wise, like not in our terms of our relationship, just things that you could tell your 18 self. You won't be depressed forever. <laughs> wow okay thank you Ashlyn all right I'm gonna take the mic <laughs> what do you want me to say no, no that's perfect um I think for me like obviously I've covered it already but I think for me you're gonna accept the fact that you're a big stinking lesbian yeah. and you're gonna love the fact and you're gonna relish in it um relish. I think something that really helped me learn to love my sexuality was queer culture like going to the clubs and seeing the drag queens like I've just nearly cried um, watching Drag Race because I just love it when, like, people, like, caca dance, you know, like, when they go... (laughs) I just love it when people, like, do that, like, kind of voguing. It really sets me off because I'm like, that's beautiful. Like, and then see she, that is- and then she will then attempt to do it, but she's a bit of a. I'm heavy footed. Yeah. I literally, I said, to Ashton, I'm born in the wrong body. Like, I'm a gay little soul inside, but I'm just a. You're not a dancer, you mean? Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, we asked Instagram what you would also tell your 18 year old self Hmm. um so someone said don't leave space for people who disrespect you which yeah i am 100 percent behind because obviously i dealt with someone who called me the c word and just crazy (laughs) she called me crazy (laughs) um someone else said you are not defined by what other people think of you very very true we stand by that we stand by that 
Um, someone said you're gonna have a hot GF. Who said that, Ashlyn? <laughs> it might have been me. <laughs> it might have been Ashlyn. Um, someone else said go do stupid shit because when you're older, you won't have a chance. Which go stupid, go crazy, go stupid. Go- yeah, um, I agree with. Um, someone said don't start smack. This one, I'm a little confused. That's by. not what it says. It says don't smoke crack. Yeah, not don't start smack. I didn't say that. I did said don't smoke. Crack. You said smack. Okay, don't smoke crack. Someone said that. And okay. then someone else said, I start was start self-masturbation 13 years old. Excuse me. So I don't know what that means. But obviously, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of things that you'd like to tell your 18-year-old self. And I think when listening to this now, have a think, like, what would you wish you could have told? Like, what do you wish 18-year-old you knew that you know now? Hmm. Deep. But in terms of, like, our relationship, I thought it'd be cute if we looked at ways that we could kind of give you tips on how to basically keep the love alive um, and revisiting some of the things that we've done. Okay, well, how do you think that we've survived six years? Because I'm funny. No, listen to me. Sorry. Because we haven't... No, I don't want to say survive because that sounds like we're just getting by. How do you think that we've managed to, like... Be happy and like have so many funny and stupid moments together and just still be that silly with each other. I, I guess. think I think our relationship is very to our own. Like we'll see, like I think we're silly together in our own space, but then when we go out, oh yeah, we're just like judging everyone. Not judging everyone, but we'll have those moments where like we'll see couples like dancing on each other. And I think in our heads we're like, we wish we could do that. We're a bit more refined, yeah. I think. Then. But I think we're very similar, and I think that's a, obviously a good thing because whilst we're very different I think our mentality and mindsets are very the same kind of on the same wavelength yeah Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it and obviously you need to be on the same wavelength with someone if you're going to spend the rest of your life with them you don't want to have someone that while they say opposites attract you don't want to be clashing and just think oh we're just so different like no you need to have some common ground I think anyway yeah I mean when we're talking about how to maintain a relationship in the first instance before you even start you need to be compatible you can't just (laughs) force a six-year relationship yeah Um, I think I think that's one of the things but then what what I think that queer like women let's say or queer relationships get into is like we we kind of jump at the first instant of love and maybe that's what I was with you no offense um but you were the first woman that I like kind of took a hit with and I was like oh sick I'm gonna jump into this and luckily it worked out but Mm. for some people that doesn't work out so it's like having that I think I did have a guard about me but like I I, for a tell. second there, I thought you, it sounded like you were saying you're only with me now just because I happened to be the first one that no, you bumped up Ashlyn, with. Ashlyn, <laughs> if you weren't right for me, obviously I would have like kicked you out to the curb. Yeah, obviously. But obviously like I was in that mindset of like, oh my God, this is a girl. She's interested in me. This is fantastic. And so I did invest a lot in you. Um, but then it turns out we we're really compatible and that's why we're still together now. What a gamble, but I it know. paid off. I'm such a gambler. <laughs> Rebel Blends is a new indie British brand that is set out to create the ultimate body product good enough for your face. It includes a unique blend of plant and nut oils to mimic the structure of your skin, which may sound a little spooky, but ultimately it can help repair damaged skin. So a little TMI, I always get really bad eczema or like irritable skin around winter time or when I'm stressed. Whatever's going on in my body, it always comes out in my skin and I really suffer with it. So we were sent the tongue 
skincare and peppercorn scented oil and basically when you get out of the shower you just rub it all over your body and go about your day and I have seen so I've used it this week and I've noticed that my skin feels a lot softer my eczema's like not as red and irritable and it's really helped soothe my skin there is a range of different smells and products that you can try out um, and so all you have to do is just got to rub it into that beautiful body of yours and voila you sorted so if you're interested and if you've got irritable skin or if you want to try something out to really keep your body soft <laughs> please check out rebel blends the link is in our show notes and if you head over there you can check out all of their amazing products but i think like it's easy to kind of talk about big kind of gestures and things that you can do to maintain a relationship you know what i but, hate i'm just gonna put it out there i would hate for you to come back with flowers and chocolates like i don't you know when that people say that's like, what i mean yeah like it's those cliche things and that's nice and actually while you say that i swear two weeks ago you were given out that i don't get you flowers anymore yeah because i saw someone online get flowers. and the reason i don't is because you're allergic yeah but still well it's hay fever i'm not allergic to fox so you're allergic to the pollen it's not pollen season <laughs> but no, it ain't like, pollen season <laughs> i just i don't think that like i see like okay it's gonna sound shady but whatever i see like straight boys doing all these things for girls and the girls cry, like you know on tiktok and the girls like oh my god or on my, instagram yeah my boyfriend just brought me this and i'm like fucking get over it i don't care and i'm just thinking if you ever did that to me i would smack you not smack you silly but i would just be like what the fuck are you doing i think we did it once like one valentine or something but yeah it's pretty cringy and, and we haven't done it since but pretty- that's just that's pretty, just that relationship um, pretty het to me yeah but like if I you think... came back with like some lint chocolates and some roses i would just gag at you i'd be like uh, send it back yeah i mean there's other ways that you can show your affection yeah. not even like show affection but like enjoy each other's presence like without I, without yeah. having to like spend money or anything like one thing that we always do and it's just stupid and it makes <laughs> my day all the time is when we're just working or something, you say, "Do you want to dance?" And we'll just get up and like dance in the kitchen too. Yeah, I'll just dance like and it's, da- just, it's the dancer at me. It's the dancer. <laughs> She's just living her dream. <laughs> I just want to interject quickly. If your girlfriend or whoever partner comes back with lint chocolates and flowers and you love it, that's on you. Like I just personally, that's not for me. But yeah, it's like our relationship has these moments, and I think it's finding those moments to still be silly with each other and not take it too seriously. <laughs> the uh, my favorite recent ones actually is we've been watching Criminal Minds on Netflix and we just started doing this thing where we always have the subtitles on and we started like taking roles of who's talking so we would like try to read the subtitles as the person is speaking so basically me and Ashlyn are acting whilst we're acting out the scene while watching it and we're playing about five different characters get quite confusing but that is quite fun i do enjoy that but it's obviously you're going to have special 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 moments with your partner and it's going to be unique to to yourselves but it's just like finding the the beauty in moments and this thing especially in lockdown like i know a lot of people are entering relationships in lockdown um and it's like just making sure that you're you're making time for that lover yeah and i think it's so easy especially within long-term like relationships to become a bit complacent and a bit chillaxed like and roommates yeah like roommates <laughs> <laughs> we, we, yeah no. <laughs> i told ashton she was my roommate she tried to tell me we were just friends last night but uh i wasn't having any of it but that's just keeping the spice alive yeah just what are we role playing as roommates <laughs>
yeah. hey Rumi. Hey Rumi. <laughs> but it's really easy to fall into that. And I think we've both been guilty of doing that sometimes in the past. Yeah. But I was reading on like, it was probably written by a het, but anyway, Ugh. I still read the article. Nothing against um, this, but On like how to keep like relationships yeah. alive. Yeah, okay, yeah. And one of the things was like to keep some mystery within the relationship no. and not and not become complacent. No, but not in a way that's secretive. In a okay. way that's like to change things up. So an example I had was like dye your hair, cut your hair. And we've both done that recently. How is that keeping? How is that a mystery? Because not mystery, but like not being predictable and not like just being the same. Oh, you know. No, but I disagree with that because if I if you started to like go wild, I'd think you'd have a midlife crisis or something. Like, well, I've already dyed my hair. Yeah, but that that suits you. Like, if you went and changed your complete style and you started wearing dresses and like <laughs> and started to like do really really like girly makeup and everything, I do girly makeup. No, but like like lipstick. Do you know what I mean? Like proper girly. Like, yeah. I would just be like, are you okay? Now, obviously, to a degree where you're still being yourself, but it's like I disagree. It's with that. that sense of what's the word I'm looking for a little bit of excitement like a change in not appearance but you know just throw a spanner in the works I think no, literally it. throw a spanner and get over it I think for me like I like I don't like change so that doesn't work for me but obviously if you want to change your whole being sure but if Ashlyn changed who she was I wouldn't want to be I think it's you. impossible to change who you are well it's not Oh, have you done that? You yeah. say from experience. I reinvent myself. <laughs> I reinvent myself every month. Um, it's just a new thing that I'm trying. But look, like you're gonna if you're with a partner or if you're talking to someone, like I think for me, I never thought that we were gonna be long term. And I think that kind of worked in my favour mm-hmm. because I didn't put any pressure on us. I still don't. Like I'm just living in the moment. Do you think that through lockdown, like, um, some long-term relationships might struggle? Like, do you think there's going to be a strain? It depends on, like, um, your living situations in all, in all seriousness. Because oh, Yeah, I mean, for, like, couples who are together, like, for us, like, we've obviously isolated together and we've, I think it's worked out quite yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but, like, what kind of things can you do? In what lockdown. dates can you do? Oh, in lockdown. We've had some painting dates. They've yeah. been cute. Um, we've done the Criminal Minds. That's not been a date, but it's Criminal Minds acting class. <laughs> yeah, do acting classes. I think it's very much just like, because I am very much like, I want my own space and I want my own time. And being in like um, a studio flat, it's very hard to <laughs> have your own corner. Unless um, you sit in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like finding like these like boundaries I think that's an important thing with any relationship, finding your boundaries and just think having the other person's mindset in mind. Mm-hmm. Like obviously with us adopting a cat, it's kind of fucked up our schedule. I was up at eight o'clock on a Saturday. Also, having this damn cat, I love him to pieces, but because I live in a studio flat, um, there's a wall between the kitchen and the bedroom, but there's not a door. So this little fucker can just come into the bed whenever <laughs> he wants. Yeah. And he's sometimes ruining my aspirations to have sex yeah it's it's a bit upsetting sometimes but we have this new thing where we can just put them in the hall for a it's while. a new thing it's like there is one door in the flat and it's a new thing we actually use the door <laughs> um but obviously we felt mean but like we have responsibilities and don't take this the wrong way because i know you will so it's fine me uh, yeah you you're gonna take this the wrong way but if we didn't have sex for a month just let him be and get comfortable i wouldn't be mad about it Either Look, would I. Okay, that's fine. You didn't Why do you it. think I would get mad about oh that? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But obviously like we're, we're, obviously sex is a big important part I of any relationship. I think that's a lie. 
You get aggy when you, do you don't s- have sex. Do you see what the- I have to do with? She has moments. That- I think that's okay. Okay. You would not be okay. Okay, I wouldn't be okay. 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 It's but- snowing again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but obviously we're, we're finding like this new balance with being at the moment and like trying to be mums at the same time. But sex is a big important part of any relationship. Like... If you're going through a dry spell, I don't know how to spice that up, honestly. Like, we've gone through dry spells before. Oh, like, yeah, be it happens. Like, of course it's going to happen in any relationship. And it's it's so easy to happen. It's but... just like habit, isn't it? You just, like, go to sleep. Yeah. You've worked all day. You just go to sleep. You just become up. roommates. <laughs> you just become roommates. This is what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> no, but I'm joking. But it is important to recognize if that's happening. Like, and we've both been there. And, like, you can bring yourself back out of it. I think you cried before because we didn't have sex. No, I didn't cry because you didn't have sex. I I was just getting worried that we weren't okay or something. <laughs> okay. But really, we were both just looking forward to going to sleep every night. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, I, the trouble with Ashton, like, she has a peak window. Like, it's literally, like, five minutes in bed. And if she does not get my attention, I'm asleep. Yes, like, <laughs> you need to act fast. Oh, but it's funny. Sex is a real important part of any relationship, and I think it would be quite naive to not mention it. But I think you've got to keep the sex alive, and that if that's whether we're getting toys or doing new things, experimenting, obviously we stand it. We encourage you to do it because it's how you keep the relationship alive. And maybe that's the mystery thing. Like you yeah. reinvent your new person with a strap on. I never said be a new person, but yeah, that's a good like take on it like yeah. it's um if you're becoming a bit complacent yeah. or whatever and you're not sure what to do like whip out obviously the dildo. if you don't know what to exactly. do just whip it out or get a new one or actually even better talk about getting new ones yeah and discuss like what you'd like to try yeah because then you can go half and half exactly it's yeah. a great conversation piece honestly um and i don't know about anyone else but like i think for us you know everyone has a honeymoon phase at the start of relationships mm. and i think it's it happens where you tend to be maybe a little bit more adventurous at the start than you mm. are a few years down the line. So sometimes revisiting things that you did before that you enjoyed. Is this you try? She's looking at me like, what have we done before? No, we've already. Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like trying those things that once lit the fire. Yeah. Make and it like, litty. and like you might be like scared oh, I just to. Said litty. You just went. Yeah, I ignored it. <laughs> you might be scared to kind of revisit that yeah. because you were like young and wild whatever but like it's still the same you're still the same two people so there's nothing stopping you going back and getting that spark back definitely and look like if you're not in a relationship and we've just made you feel really single firstly i'm so sorry but i i can uh, not relate to you but i can understand like you're you single ha- i'm single i've got a roommate can i have your number yeah sure I look like I at one point was single. You know what? I haven't been single ever. I've been single for like six years. Yeah, that's mad. Um, but yeah, if you're single and you're like, shit, I want to be in a relationship, like I need a girlfriend, like it will happen. And I think it's so cliche and you hear all these people talking about it, but I wasn't looking to get into a long-term relationship. To be honest, I'm still not looking to be in one. (laughs) But here we are. (laughs) Here I am. So I think it's that thing that you just have to go with the flow. And if you meet someone and you're compatible, don't put pressure on it. I think a lot of people put pressure on relationships too quickly. Mm -hmm. And I think you just need to go with the flow. And I think that's that's just who I am as a person. But I think it's worked for me. So why wouldn't it work for you? I definitely agree. Because when I was, like, before we met, 
I was in a period where I did want to meet someone like yeah. and have a proper relationship. And when you're actually looking to find it, you, it's so hard to find but it. But the thing is, I think when you're looking for a relationship, you put all your like perfect ideologies onto someone. Like you yeah. want them to be this kind of person. That's what I mean. And I couldn't find it when I was looking. Yeah. But then I just relaxed. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I just stopped for and a while. And then you started sleeping around. Then you just found me. And then I found you. Yeah. 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 So do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do actions. But no, I think if you, I think a lot of us put our, what we want onto a person and I found out very quickly that I couldn't change Ashlyn that's called into the projection per- into the person I wanted to be um so I just gave up and who she- do you want me to be a corridor oh shut up <laughs> but look I hope this has been a nice little episode into getting to know our little relationship if you have any advice that you have for a long-term relationship if you're in one any dating advice anything like that please do drop us a message on let's talk podcast at gmail.com and you can find us on social media at let's talk underscore podcast you're getting good at this i know professional if you have enjoyed this episode please leave us a five-star rating on apple podcast and make sure to leave a review and if you're listening on Spotify, please subscribe. If you've also listened to the episode, something that we want to encourage you to do is share it on social media. So put it on your stories, tweet about it. It will really help us out as professional lesbians. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go play in the snow now because I can see it's snowing and I'm going to yeet myself outside. I don't have any boots for you. Just me. Can I just get rid of them? <laughs> Um, but we are going to go have um, a snowball fight and I'm going to beat the shit out of Ash and Miss Snowballs. Um, so have a lovely weekend. And then remember, it's my birthday on Thursday. And it's our anniversary on the 30th. Who gives a shit about that? It's my birthday. Okay. Okay. Goodbye and enjoy your week. Bye. Bye.